the podcast. They've stolen the podcast. Those scoundrels. The podcast. Police help us find this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. Distinctions. Scanning for 101 detonations. 1961. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 155, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. And if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons, Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feel and Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, and four other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. I am Francisco Ruiz, your captain of the pod, and sailing with me, as always, is your XO and mine, Paul the Master Interrupter Powers. XO, I say XO. Sorry, sir. No time to interrupt. Busy, sir. <laughs> XO, find some time to announce who will be rewinding with us for 101 Dalmatians, will you? Okay, this time we are joined by a first-time guest. She is a gymnast, martial arts enthusiast, lover of My Little Pony. She is also Francisco's favorite six-year-old. Wow. There's a lot of those out there, but this is his favorite. Yes, So welcome aboard, Little Miss. Hey, Little Miss. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) You asked for it, you got it. Glad to have you here, Little Miss. And thank you, Paul. Looking forward to hearing more about uh, Lomas later and also finding out how we each answer this movie's trivial question, which is, due to the commercial failure of Sleeping Beauty 1959, production costs needed to be cut, cut. As As a result, 101 Dalmatians was Disney's first feature film to use photocopying technology from Xerox, which made an animated film with this much visual complexity possible. It also set the visual style of Disney animation, a scratchy, hard outline look, for years until the technology advanced enough to allow for a softer look. Our our trivial question is, what do you consider the the most important technology for the creation of animated storytelling? We will wow. each be answering that question or a variation of it for some uh, of us as the show progresses. But for now, XO, here is our course for this episode. First, our roundtable discussion will consist of trailer, synopsis, uh, production details for 101 Dalmatians. Then we will discuss the things we liked and disliked about the movie. We'll follow that up with our, our final rating of classic, nostalgic, or tragic, and then come back to our own time for feedback and announcements. Got that, XO? Course laid in. Alice, rewind when ready. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Here again, 101 Disney cartoon characters bringing lighthearted drama and mirthful mystery in Walt Disney's feature-length cartoon, 101 Dalmatians. Dumb Dumb Dognappers turn a villainous plot into a wacky war of wits with the best brains in dogdom. Treat the whole family to Walt Disney's 101 Dalmatians, coming to a theater near you at Christmas time. 
Yes, uh, maybe coming to a theater near you some Christmas time in the past. And you know what? The past is where our memories come from, is it not? And given that, here are our memories of 101 Dalmatians. Humans buy a male and female Dalmatian. The dogs go on to have 99 puppies. Cruella DeVille wants to skin the puppies and turn them into a coat. Pongo and per- Perdita use the Midnight Howler along with help with the help of a cat and another dog to rescue 101 Dalmatian puppies. The dad and mom Dalmatians convince owners to check Cruella and her plot is foiled. So that's what we remembered. Uh, some of that was right on, but some of it was incepted. Almost none of that was right on. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't the Midnight Howler, Howler. it was the Twilight Barking. Twilight Barking, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what we remembered, not too accurately, about the movie, and what predictions did those memories drive us to make before we rewatched the film? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Paul, what did you predict this movie would be? All of the above. No, classic. Classic. And uh, Lil' Miss, this was your first time watching this movie, right? Uh-huh. You hadn't seen it before, yeah? And for me, I predicted tragic. So we'll Whoa, see if those... That's quite the spectrum. It is, I guess, in a way, maybe. Uh, but well, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, have everything this... from like classic to tragic to even first-time watch. We'll see how those predictions pan out, though. Uh, first, we're going to... Uh, Paul, will you give us the technical details for 101 Dalmatians? Uh, if I must, sure. You must. 101 Dalmatians, rated G, runs an hour and 43 minutes, and was released uh, November 27th of 1996 in the U.S. of A. It's directed by Stephen Herrick and stars uh, people like Glenn's, Glenn Close, Jeff Daniels, and a few people you may or may not recognize. <sighs> really, like Paul? Hugh really? You know, yeah, that guy that sits by Phoebe in the plane. He's in this movie. Yes, I know House is in the live version of 101 Dalmatians, not the 1961 one. version of 101 Dalmatians. One. Yes, can you please oh. give us that one? Oh, okay. See, Lil Miss, this is Maybe when Paul more. tries to be funny, but he's not very huh? successful. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah, okay, good. All right. On that note, 101 Dalmatians. Is rated G, runs an hour and 19 minutes, and was released January 25th, 1961 in the U.S. of A. It had a bunch of directors and had the voice talents of uh, Rod Taylor from The Time Machine, J. Pat O'Malley, and a few people you may or may not recognize from other Disney films. Indeed, and some of them you may or may not recognize from uh being in movies or making movies that we've covered on the show before. For instance, directors uh, Clyde Jerome, you just said this, Paul, I think, but Clyde Jeronomy, Ju- yeah, Jeronomy <laughs> and the- <laughs> Hamilton Luske, whatever. Sorry about that, guys. You might be dead now. I don't know. Uh, they also made Lady and the Tramp, which we covered on RetroRewindPodcast.com, slash 145, and Peter Pan, which we covered on slash 46. J. Pat O'Malley, who voiced Colonel slash Jasper as well, and he also voiced Colonel Hathi the Elephant and Buzzy in The Jungle Book slash 150, Otto from Disney's animated Robin Hood slash 127, and Pearly Drummer slash Master of Hounds slash Huntsman in Mary Poppins slash 28. Betty Lou Gerson was Cruella DeVille slash Mrs. Bur- Birdwell 
as well as playing an old crone in Mary Poppins. I didn't realize that. Uh, slash 28. And then Tom Conway voiced Quizmaster slash Collie and also was the narrator for Peter Pan. Martha Wentworth gave voice to Nanny slash Queenie slash Lucy and was also Madame Mim, an old lady squirrel in The Sword on the Stone slash 123. And finally, Ben Wright was the voice of Roger, who I don't remember Roger in this movie, but he was also a wolf in The Jungle Book slash 150. Roger is the name of the male. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, of guy, course, not I the knew dog, that. but the human guy. I'm sorry. Pongo, Roger, Dalmatian, whatever. Some <laughs> guy's named Roger. Roger, Roger. Yeah. Roger. <laughs> That's the wrong movie. Uh, but you know what? Let's uh, Roger in to the things we really liked about this movie. And we're going to start with our guest, Lil Miss. What's one thing you really liked about 101 Dalmatians? I really liked the puppies because they were really spotted. And I really like fire trucks, and those are fire truck dogs. Yeah, they are fire truck dogs. That's right. So you prefer your, your dogs and puppies to be spotted as opposed to just one color? Yes. Oh, okay. It's more fun that way. It is more fun. More interesting. And there's a lot more to color in. What? You know. You know. Because they're black and white like a coloring book and you you can... Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Joke, yeah, we'll go with that. I don't want to give any bad ideas either. Uh, Paul, did you... Were the designs of the puppies something you liked? Um... I sure I liked it, but what I really liked was actually the callback to some of the Lady and the Tramp characters yes. making little cameos uh, of Lady and the Tramp and the Scottish dog and the the sniffing dog. <laughs> yes, that that is something I enjoyed. Also, I liked uh, seeing some of those callbacks to other Lady and the Tramps uh, during the Twilight now, Bark, especially. Yes. yes. Now I remember you saying when we covered Lady and the Tramp is like if Lady and the Tramp was a prequel to like 101 Dalmatians, then it would, I would consider it a classic. So it's kind of like a prequel, wouldn't you say? So therefore, Lady and the Tramp would be a classic. It came out after, though. So it's not really a prequel. It'd be a sequel, if anything. That, too. Wait, Lady and the Tramp came out after? No, no. Dalmatians? One, oh, I'm getting confused. I thought, no, no I thought. confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I had it right. Okay. You guys are confusing me. Yeah. <laughs> And I think probably, especially the newer listeners. Probably. So let's move on. All right, fine. So we both, me and Paul, both liked seeing dogs being sort of referenced and homage from Lady and the Tramp. Uh, Sophia, let's go back to you. What's something else you liked about the film? I like the the grown-ups dogs that went together. The grown-ups? Oh, oh, you mean you liked how they saved the puppies? Yes. Okay. So just that... What about that did you like? That the puppies were safe. Yeah, yeah. And was it special to you that the mommy and daddy saved them? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good point. Good point indeed. Parents that's, taking do, care of their own. Do you have a point and, as cool as that, Paul? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. But I really love the music in this. Not just the songs like Corolla DeVille. As catchy of a tune as that is. Because... My goodness, I've been singing it for like a week now. Uh, but 
even the melodies in there, the score, I thought really added to the scenes and uh, made them uh, more enjoyable. Okay. So you like the music. Cool. Uh, one other thing I liked before we get to our classic makers is I thought Cruella DeVille's character design was just spot on for this like devil woman, this, this just like wretched <laughs> evil person. I mean, she, she also, she reminded me in a way, or I should say, um, this other character, the, the, I forget her name from Emperor's New Groove. Yes. What's, yes. what's her name? Do you oh. recall Paul? Now you but, you had to ask, but I was going to bring that up too. Yes, yeah. because they have those high cheekbones that stick way out. That's totally unproportional. I want to say Eza. Uh, oh yeah, Eza, Isma, Isma, There yes. we go. So they looked very. So Isma almost felt like a callback to Cruella Deville, that yes. just their character design. But yeah, it was spot on. So I really appreciated that. Uh, so with that, I think we're going to get to our classic makers, the things we loved most about 101 Dalmatians. Uh, a little miss, did it seem like Paul uh, sort of stole your classic maker, the thing you liked the most? Yes. Yeah. Songs. The, which songs? 101 Dalmatians, Dalmatians, Dalmatians. So, so there was a song... Where was that song sung? Is I don't that at the beginning when they're doing the title sequence, or is that at the end of the Dalmatian Plantation? Dalmatian Plantation. See, I have yeah. no memory of this song. Of she the said, Dalmatian Plantation? She said there's a song at the end. I'm like, no, there's not. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, what. yeah. Well, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's called Dalmatian Plantation. Even I, your daughter knows that. That does sound vaguely familiar, but I don't remember that at all. But. Okay. 101 Dalmatian, 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 101 Dalmatian, Dalmatian. Okay, thank you, Lil Miss. Thank you, Lil Miss. Paul was your classic. Oh, my gosh. Dalmatian, Dalmatian. 101 Dalmatian, Dalmatian. This is my favorite. Classic maker. Sorry. <laughs> my favorite uh classic makers of the film were the characters and how uh yeah there are a lot of dogs but i thought all the the main characters that were involved were so different from one another and we've talked about this in other movies but it's it's amazing how many um i and i enjoyed them all in their own aspect mm, um, mm -hmm. I, so I enjoyed watching these characters the most and watch them uh, play out their story. Every character? Most. All right. All right. Puppies from 70 to 86. You guys got to step up. I mean, come on. No, but you know what I mean? Like most of the major characters were so different from each other. Man, that's, why you got a dog that? pile on that? Those puppies 70 uh, to... Uh, 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 uh. Uh. That's fair. Uh, that's not at all like my uh, my my classic maker, um, though. I think it plays into what my classic maker is, and that is the escape from the Deville house um, from like uh, Horace and Jasper. It was just for me. It was I was surprisingly tense about the whole situation and engaged, and oh, it, yeah. it still had an element of fun with the cat and the and the colonel. So I I really enjoyed that whole sequence. It was really really engaging 
like I said, already. this movie is surprisingly um, it goes from at moments where it's very lighthearted and whimsical to very dramatic and, and intense, like during that escape scene. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. If only it went a little bit more dramatic sometimes. But oh! we will get to that <laughs> when we ta- start talking about the things we don't like so much about this film. Yeah, but I like whimsy. Good for you, Paul. <laughs> Yay, it's good. 101 Dalmatian. And cut. Okay. So while Lil Miss sings a bit more in the background, hopefully not. I'm hey, watching you. it's her favorite part. Uh, oh, guys. Oh, guys. I forgot something else I liked. Spirit Blade Productions. You see, since 2006, Pear Franson has been operating Spirit Blade Productions to create entertainment and resources that equip, encourage, and inspire Christian geeks. And soon after starting his indie studio, Peter expanded to include a ton more content and community under the banner of Christian Geek Central. I am personally a big fan of what Peter is doing, and now he has launched a Patreon so that you and I can help keep his ministry going and growing. Not to mention your support can unlock fun rewards for you to enjoy, such as exclusive Peter's Brain podcast slash vlog, uh, private live streams, other audio entertainment, and a bunch more. Head over to patreon.com slash spiritbladeproductions for all the details. Wow, that's great. But what does that have to do with 101 Dalmatian? Well, see, like dogs are like pack animals. They're, they look out for okay. each other, and you could say the same for uh-huh. the Christian Geek Central community. Uh-huh. We're part of that pack supporting the whole. All so right. So it, it's right right in line with 101 Dalmatians. Uh, okay, so it's part of the Twilight Bark yes, circuit. Exactly. Okay. Uh, now, we asked on social media what you all remembered about 101 Dalmatians, but before we get to our your answers... Let's go around and answer the trivial question, which again was, what do you consider the most important technology for the creation of animated storytelling? And Lomas, for you, I'm going to ask you this. What kind of animation do you like? Do you like black and white animation? Do you like colored animation? Or do you like animation that looks more like uh, Shrek or animation that looks more like 101 Dalmatians? I would like color. Color, that's important to you? That's like the most important thing you think? Yes. Uh, okay, you know what? Color. I'm actually pink. right... The color pink especially? Yeah, okay. Yeah, for yes. for me, I'm right in line with you, Lil Miss. I, and rainbow. And rainbows. I think color is really important to... Uh, was probably the most important technology for animation. But, Paul, what do you think? I think the technology that transfers the... The drawings from a paper or celluloid onto film so it could be mass-produced to other people to see is probably the most advantageous invention of technology. Isn't that something that was... Is that unique to animation, though? I thought that was... Not at all. (laughs) But it's helped animation. Oh, fine. I guess. I'm sorry. Is color exclusive to animation? That's a fair point, Paul. Dalmatian. <laughs> 101 Dalmatian. Okay, well, while Little Miss sings a bit in the background, uh, we'll go to some of your feedback from social media. Uh, Carlo Miranda uh, says, as Celine Dion once said, there are more. There were moments in my lifetime that my heart still replays. There were minutes. There were hours. There were days. Okay. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for that, Carla. 
Dama Rizal Anila uh, says, keep yourself animated, smiley emoji. I would love it if you visited my art, pen emoji. Why are you promoting spam on our art? I actually read it in a funny way. It's not oh, that's okay. not then how okay. you would find it. Good luck finding okay. it with that. Unless you're a big fan. Dama, oh, so Rizal, okay. maybe a little bit. If you're a big fan, let us know and I'll retract. But otherwise... Uh, and then maybe promote it if we think it's Exactly, worthy. exactly. Celeste Mora from Geek Devotions, friend of the podcast. Check them out on YouTube. See, building relationships with us helps us to promote you. Anyway, Celeste Mora says, This was a standard in our house. I love the music, the art, and the style of the movie. When the live action came out, my mom made sure that I got all the snow globe ornaments from McDonald's, even if even if the one we normally went out went to was out of town ta- out of the one I needed. They still go on to our Christmas tree every year. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't it? Yeah. Wardell White says, the first movie I remember being taken to. Oh, that's so special. It was re-released in the late 70s. I remember laughter filling the room whenever the dog nappers got their comeuppance by the cat helping the pups. Then uh, Ryan R. Jackson uh, finishes by saying, as a kid, I was confused why it was called 101 Dalmatians when there was only... 99 puppies. Eventually, someone explained it, and I felt stupid. <laughs> but on a different note, it's okay. I, it We've is all okay. been there. Math one time is hard. One plus one plus two plus one is, I don't you don't know. Is it six? Is it five? You don't know. I think Cruella DeVille, Ryan continues, uh, I think Cruella DeVille could have made better use of her time. I mean, dog skins? Really? What about mink or fox or heck, even something synthetic? Just my thoughts. Good point, Ryan. And thank you to Ryan, Wardale, Celeste, Dama something, and Carlo for your feedback. Now, let's get to the things we didn't like so much about 101 Dalmatians. And let's start with Little Miss. Uh, Do you remember what's something you didn't like about this movie? The lady trying to skin the dogs. Yeah, that, that was hard to... I mean, it was wicked. It, that's yeah. a good word. It was wicked. How do you feel about animals being skinned, though, if if you're using them for food? Oh, I feel very happy. <laughs> okay. Fair. Because, because we're using the whole animal. We're not just wasting some of it. Yes. Yes. Oh. Good. I like, I like your, your uh, mindset. Right. That's, that's good. Um, I wonder who taught you that. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. I uh, just came up with it. Fantastic. 101 Dalmatian, Dalmatian, Dalmatian. I love you, Lil Miss. Okay, Paul, what's something you didn't like? I love the fact that they used at least the character design of Trusty from uh, the the Lady in the Tramp movie, but it wasn't voiced by the same person. Is that uh, the one who looks Bill like Scooby-Doo? Bacon... Yeah, sort of. But he was part of the, at the end towards the, the, the Oh, Twilight was Park. this with the goose? Yeah. So this is, wasn't Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was back in no. London. Okay. Then no, it wasn't Scooby-Doo. So I, I like the fact that, you know, Trusty is there, but it's not the same voice. That was frustrating. It was like, look, if you're going to use the same character design and everything, 
Use the same voice. That's weird. I didn't recognize him from Lady and the Tramp. I recognized some others, like the one yeah. uh, girl dog with the her, or not main, but... He's the one that got hurt, and you're like, oh, I no. I know who Trusty I, is with the... Okay, who can't and the smell. lighting I'm was just a little saying, bit off. Yeah, he didn't yeah, look yeah, like yeah. Trusty. You didn't recognize him. Exactly. Oh, me, uh, all right. All right. I'll pass. Maybe it wasn't, You though. know what? I'll call this neutral. Okay, fine. You might be right, but... 101 Dalmatian. Something else... Something else I didn't like was... So, speaking of character design, <clears throat> the character design of the maid... I mean, maybe yeah. this is just them having to cut corners. I mean, we talked about with the trivial question, them using Xerox to use do all the puppies, but mm-hmm. um, it, it looked like just like the Sleeping Beauty... A fairy godmother, one of them, the oh, sort of stouter one. Yeah, I don't. I, I to me they're different. Oh come on! So Trusty looks exactly the same to you. Yes, but this one. But yes, no. Sorry, no. No, yes, no. no, yes, no, no sorry, yeah, no. Look, you, you can look. throw you out mine. I can throw out yours. Fine. No, you need I to guess. look again. It's a it's a mutual a side by side. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you do the side by side. Yes, I'll do the side by side for mine, and you do the side by side for yours, and then we'll throw each other's. Uh, out. All right, fine. Let's go back to uh, Little Miss. What's something else you didn't like about One Hundred and One Dalmatians? Cruella calling. Calling. She was on the phone. Sure. How uh, annoying. <laughs> why did that bother How you? Annoying. Because I closed my eyes. No. Because I closed my eyes. So it bothered you she was on the phone because you closed your eyes? Yes. Uh, do you no. close your eyes because of all the smoke she was smoking? No, because she was calling. Oh, and she's a bad character and you don't want to see her. Uh, yes, I hate her. Okay. Ooh. Strong words. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to you, Paul. What's something else you don't like? One thing I didn't enjoy as an animation connoisseur is the technique they used. You said saving shortcuts, but a lot, it seemed a lot of the puppies were in some of the same animation cycles, like going downstairs. It seems like there were a lot of glitches in the Matrix rather than... <laughs> I mean, there were some puppies that were animated individually that were going on their own path, you know, but then there are a lot of others that were repeating and doing the same thing over and over it reminded me of the old black and white mickey mouse cartoons where they had they did animation gags like more twice or three times in a row Mm -hmm. because they thought Mm -hmm. the audience wouldn't get it the first time well this is decades later we get it please don't do the same animation (laughs) loops over and over again as we're watching a movie yeah yeah it is it didn't distract me so much, but I definitely caught it. Um, but it, that wasn't something else that I didn't like. Something else I didn't like was, and this will lead into my uh, Tragic Maker a bit. This will lead into my Tragic Maker a bit. And that's the pacing of this movie. It felt very, very up and down. Like sometimes it is pacing really well, and other times it's like, can we please move on? So you don't want to just chill and relax. No, and let I the scene breathe. I and want, enjoy the characters. I like want my classic maker to not have a tr- a trusty. I think you said, and the colonel going back and forth and trying to parse these barks. I don't need to spend five minutes with this. Just you get the message and go. I don't need all. The, uh, okay. 
It's just you know what? I I kind of felt similar in the oh. um in your classic maker. Oh, in, the, <laughs> in the escaping of the puppies, I'm uh-huh. like, okay, they got the puppies, and I'm like, okay, and they're still running. Okay, now they're still hiding, and now they're hiding in somewhere else. And now, I mean, they found the puppies. Go home already. The movie's over. <laughs> Oh, do you mean on the way home? Yeah, like, on the way oh, home. They kept I, finding different hiding I was spots. just talking about the one house scene. Yeah, in the house. That's all was I was dramatic. referring yeah. to. Yeah, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. It, that's a great point. Yeah, it's like, yeah, just get home already. It, it, it's like, oh, this is a great climax. And then, oh, no, there's trudging through the snow. Where yeah. to go? Hiding yeah. tracks. Become I mean, it was clever what they did and yeah, all, but, but it just dragged the movie on yeah, necessarily. I, yeah, or I would I, rather that I be building right. up too. Exactly. It came a little too early. Yeah. But, you know, let's go ahead and get to the things we disliked the most about One Hair One Dalmatians. And let's start with Lomas. What's something you dislike the most about this movie? You could even say you hated it. I hated it. <laughs> the movie. The movie? You hated the movie? Okay. Which part did what, you hate which the most? Which part did you hate the most? Oh, 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 oh. Lady and the boys driving. The dr- oh, oh, what do you like about the, them driving? Uh, Was it that, scary? Yes. Was it very unsafe? Yes, very. Yeah. Oh, I all hate over the, place. the lady. You hate the lady. <laughs> very, very much. Do you think Jesus loves the lady? No. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it in our, in our theological section. That would be coming excellent. up. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so you we really didn't like Cruella Deville. So she so she was a good villain. She made you not like her. You'd say that's yeah, correct. But so much to the point that she wanted to close her eyes when she was on screen. Yeah, Even yeah. Calling, calling. <laughs> Even the voice was too intense. Oh. Ah, can't hear you, Devil Woman. All right. Well, Paul, what was your tragic maker? Mine comes from an artistic, uh, um, what do you call it, preference, in that I, as sketchy as the animation is, um, and the background lines are, were specifically designed to match the sketchy animation, so I like that. Of the back, it, so I'm focusing on the background here. So it's not the lines that I didn't like; it's the flat colors behind them. So mm. you had, and it was purposely done in the '60s. It was known as modern art, where they had a, a more detailed subject matter in front, and then the background was very flat. And you could tell what it is by the lines were there, but it wasn't uh, very detailed and rich in colors. Yeah. And, well, and that's in stark contrast to Sleeping Beauty, which, if I remember right, it had right. Very, super rich. Right now, right? that was also purposely done in a flat way, mm-hmm. but it, it. But you're right; it's the colors that were very rich in it. Mm-hmm. So I, I much prefer that. Yeah. And by the way, so did Walt at the time. He hated the background, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, he is still alive for this one, for one hair, yes. one Dalmatians. Yes, yes, this and a few more. No, oh, okay. Yes, he was. Uh, but you know, because it was saving money, let's go greenlit. Let's get it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I, it really bothered me. I thought if if they could redo it, not and I know a lot of people would be totally against this, but I'm curious to see what a, a rich color background would look in a scene in this movie. I mean, I'm I would be. I think we've said this before on the podcast. 
instead of all these live action remakes, why don't you do a richer, like modern, uh, traditional animation treatment of these uh, movies? I think that these older ones, especially, I think that would be yes. amazing to see, like one hundred one Dalmatians or Peter Pan. Even I mean, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to. Honestly, I would love to see s- some scenes in um, uh, Sword in the Stone because I've yes. seen some artistic reinterpretation where they actually put details like in rich painting. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and yeah. Some of them look amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. HD remakes. Come on, yeah. do it. Video games have done it. Get on board, Disney. You you like money, don't you? You will get money. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have a problem with that right now. Not like they did back then. I suppose that's true. Uh, well, well, I guess that leaves the thing I just like the most. And it has nothing to do with the animation. It has nothing to do with uh, the characters. It has to do with one moment in the story. And the... the I want to say... Well, I, I'll, I won't be, be around the bush... Bush, the bush. Essentially, do you guys remember the part where uh, Perdita is that the the, the, the female, female dog. dogs when yeah. she's having the puppies and yes. that last puppy? They said fifteen, and they come out and the maids fourteen, 14 and very sad. Do you remember that part, Lomas? Yeah, where the puppy looks like she he's gonna die or she's gonna die. And yet, I and wonder. I I was legitimately tearing up. I was super sad by that i i could feel yeah. the tears coming and Aww. seeing that stillbirth and i was all these thoughts in my because i didn't really remember this part at all all these thoughts in my head were like wow this has so much weight and it's gonna have so much such a bigger impact later on when they're trying to save all the rest of the puppies of course because the stakes have been raised to this point of wow these puppies can die these are these aren't just like animated characters they could actually die and so we want to invest in trying to save as many of them as possible. And it would totally make sense why later they're going to adopt so many because they don't want to see them die. And then what happens? He he rubs them and brings them, you know, yes. back to life. Yes. It's so great, essentially, there's no greatness. reason. I mean, okay. Now, some of you may be saying, hey, Francisco. The that happened in real life. The author that that actually happened. Okay, you are an author. Add drama to your story that makes things more intense for later on. Maybe the kill whole the trying to you get away. You are Corella Deville. You want to kill the puppies? <laughs> I don't want to kill all the puppies. Just that. Puppy. Just one. <laughs> just one. Come on, just give me just one. <laughs> I feel like that would have made the whole movie toward the end. I would have been way more invested. Having known that these puppies can die, I don't well, want any of them is. to die, but I would have wanted them to that to be uh, them to be in more peril. Go ahead, Paul. What, what is this? You know what this is. What is this? This is a retro rewrite. Where Francisco tells you how the movie should have been made, also known as Francisco's fabulous fan fiction. It's fabulous, but I mean, really, that's it. I just want this puppy to die, or not to die, to stay dead. We'll go with that. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry, little miss. Hopefully you're not offended by that. You are what? Do you know what's going on? I am. Offended? Yes. Well, I apologize. What does that mean to you? I do not forgive you. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It all started here. Oh, phew. (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember back to 20XX when my daughter said she didn't forgive me. It's amazing. Anyway, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm in this Mega Man game in year 20XX <laughs> where my daughter doesn't forgive me. <laughs> the stakes were really raised then, and now I know what life meant. Because it was all love? pixel art, so it was okay. Baby, don't <laughs> We're going all over this place. Let's land this plane, guys, because we are just circling, circling, circling. Now that we've entered all our firing trajectories into the targeting computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Get set. Go. Okay. Do we rate 101 Dalmatians a classic? We recommend anyone go out and see this, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, we'd only say it's worth a rewatch, not a first-time watch. Or a tragic, it's not worth any watch whatsoever. Don't waste your time with this. Let's start with our guest, Lil Miss. How do you rate 101 Dalmatians? What does that mean? Do you... So do you... <laughs> Do you rate a classic like you think anyone should go out and see this movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. Why, right. yes. why do you think everyone should see this movie? Because it's really cute. Except for the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Cruella. Okay. She's not cute. She isn't cute at all. At all. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Paul, how do you rate 101 Dalmatians? Surprisingly, I rated this a classic. I oh think anyone gosh, and everyone should go out and see this film. That's right, Francisco. <laughs> what you gonna do now? Yes, it is. One hundred and one Dalmatian. Yes, Dalmatian. I'm, I like the, the movie about as much as I like that. I predicted this would be a tragic movie. And after I watched it, it was a bit more enjoyable than I was thinking it would be. Not it wasn't that bit. bad. And In I could fact, see why people would like to to watch it again. I don't know if I necessarily would. I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend it as a first time watch. I haven't seen the Glenn Close live action version, so I don't know Me how neither. that stands uh, in comparison, whether people should seek that out more. But I will... I will vote this a begrudging nostalgia because it did. There were intense parts. It did hold my attention. And this would, I kid you not, this would, if that puppy stayed dead, this would be a, a classic. <laughs> no questions asked. Um, wow. But Disney didn't want to be that brave. That's fine. Dead puppies for Francisco. <laughs> okay. So, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate 101 Dalmatians, a disputed classic movie. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this. And it's uh, it's good enough for six year olds, right? One hundred and one okay, Dalmatian, yeah, Dalmatian, Dalmatian, one hundred and one Dalmatian. Okay, thank you, Lomas. So that's how we rated one hundred one Dalmatians. Uh, but now let's get back to our own time, good old twenty XX. Twenty XX. Comsat online, receiving incoming transmission. Time to rock and roll. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I see what you did there. So we got a bit of feedback from our contact form, which you can go fill out at retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. First one comes from uh, Mindy. I'm not sure if she was wanting me to use her last name, so I'll just go with Mindy. But she says, I want to send you something very nerdy and cool. What's a good mailing address? 
Unfortunately, we don't have one. We just have my personal address right now, uh, Mindy, and anyone what? else who's considering uh, sending us something. I, You know what? If I get enough a demand, I, I, I've been in a back and forth with Mindy about this, <clears throat> but if if we have at least one other person that wants to send us something uh, physical wow. address, I will get us a P.O. box, at least for a little while. Uh, wow, so just cool. let Someone us know. Someone wants to send you a bomb. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thanks for that. That's great. Oh, that's our anthrax. Oh, my gosh, Paul. What, your mind doesn't immediately go there? No. I mean, well, uh, not immediately. <laughs> not immediately. <laughs> but eventually. Eventually it does. After the dead puppies, yes. yes exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but thank you so much, Mindy, for that thought. And I will get back to you if we do end up getting a P.O. box. Because uh, that is say. really sweet of you to want to send us something. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, PO box costs money. Yes, and this but the website can, doesn't generate that much. You can get it for a limited amount of time, so oh, like three true. months installments or something like that. That's so. true. All these scam people do it, so yeah. Wow. Well, I'm not saying uh, Mindy's a scam artist. I'm saying she's a you know bomber. No, I don't. No, I, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I, I so don't know, Mindy. This I don't is know. why Mindy wants if to you send. You really are Mindy. This is why Mindy wants to send me something, Paul, and not you. Though she didn't really specify. Oh wait, she just said the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, well, continuing she, on. Yeah. Mario Five Hundred says, uh, "Hello, could I suggest some movies and video games for future installments of the Retro Rewind podcast through Definitely. this contact form instead of Twitter?" Absolutely. Definitely not. You oh, could, no, yeah. that is that is fine. If you do not want to use Twitter and just want to contact us through the contact form, that's fine. What's the point in having rules if you're just going to break them? It's not okay, really a ahead. rule. So Mario sent us uh, some suggestions. Uh, some of those we will be adding because there are movies that I know Paul and I have seen. Others, though, I don't... Me and Paul will have to figure out if they are ones that we can discuss. I'm not sure yet. So we will be just uh, figuring that out. And adding ones to the list that uh, need to be added. Uh, speaking of adding movies to the list, we are getting close to the next five that will Ooh. be on, that we will be covering for the podcast. If you go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote, and Paul's going to be giving you all these all these URLs here in a bit uh, again, so no worries if you're missing them. But if you were to go to slash vote, the top five movies currently are Rush Hour with Jack and Chan and Chris Tucker, The Iron Giant, the Little Mermaid, Disney's animated Little Mermaid, and also oh. Disney's animated The Hunchback of Notre Dame is number four. Oh. And Disney's animated The Alice in Wonderland is number five. So those are the top five movies. If you want to see any of those uh, drop down or moved up, and there's 10 others also, then go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash vote and vote up and down the movies you want us to cover. So thank I'm you, Huckleberry, Mindy, and Mario for those con those uh, that bit of feedback. I know I said Paul was going to say these things, but you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and follow script and say it myself. You're the <laughs> you can vote on the movies we cover at retrorewindpodcast.com/slash/vote. Buy our T-shirts at retrorewindpodcast.com/slash/store. Get bonus content and more by supporting us on Patreon at retrorewindpodcast.com/slash/support. And contact us at retrorewindpodcast.com/slash/contact, just like Mindy and Mario did. How else can people reach us, Paul, and you specifically? You can talk to us on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
And you can also watch us record these very podcasts live right now, as well as other live streams of video games and pixel art illustration. If you follow us at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. But if you want to find me specifically, Paul J. Powers, that's me. You can go to pauljpowers.com, where my voice cracks sometimes. <laughs> and uh, Or you can just listen to the next episode when my voice cracks, maybe. Or somebody's voice cracks is cracking because we are covering the movie The Chipmunk Adventure. I think they're just sped up. I don't think they're really cracking. You're, you can't really tell, can you? I suppose not. But you, you mentioned Twitch, Paul, and I do want to say that the, uh, Twitch is actually another way that you can support the podcast. We have our patrons, our reflex capacitors, but we also have Twitch circuits, our Twitch circuits, which are people that uh, subscribe to the podcast via Twitch, which you can do. Uh, you can either pay. Uh, there's a few different tiers for monthly sub- subscriptions, or you can use your Amazon Prime membership to uh, subscribe for free. So either way you do that, we want to say a very special thank you to our Twitch circuits. We have Chris Nitz, Doc Holiday 364 Christian Geek Central, Mad Cowan, uh, new uh, new subscriber Dale seven one one two nine, also new Nathan James Norman, uh, Paul J oh. Powers, and Eric the Viking for Herkes. So thank you all so so much. Uh, I believe wrote I'm um, Rotius. Uh, I think nineteen eighty eight is also a uh, subscriber, but he he didn't make the list this time. He has to resub for that, but we'll mention him anyway because. Good faith and all. <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering. Anyway, thank you so much, Twitch Circuits, for helping us, just supporting the show in, a, in another way. It's gonna, It makes a big difference. Uh, and thank you, Paul. I didn't mention you. I guess I should oh, thank, well, thank you for you. being a part of this thing because this show oh. really wouldn't be anything without that. Well, it might be something without you, but it wouldn't be the same at all. So I really appreciate it. Well, that's true. I don't know if it'd be better, but anyway, it's been fun. I don't think it'd be and better. Hopefully, will be continue to be fun <laughs> <laughs> with me. Well, we're hedging our bets here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. It's always fun for me to be on here. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad. Uh, I'm also very grateful Except to our, one time. our guest, <laughs> Little Miss. Uh, it was awesome having her be a part of this. Uh, thank you. If you're not into Little Kids on Podcasts, thank you for your patience and listening. And if you are and you found it very cute, let us know. I'll pass on any feedback you have to her. Um, but uh, I'm going to say she's going to promote this podcast. So we'll go with that. Retro Rewind Podcast. Uh, most of all, though, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening right now, whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're part of the Rewinder community which is hard to say sometimes. Uh, thank you for spending time with us, and we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at and Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at TheRetroJunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at either of those, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Look, Francisco, episodes everywhere. 
There must be a hundred of them. One, two, three, four, seven, nine, two more, plus nine, two is 11, 36 over there, 14, 18, oh, 65. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, let's see, that's 84, 15, 155. Where did all these episodes come from? Francisco, you old rascal. <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. <laughs> It was either that or a hundred and one Dalmatians, oh Dalmatians, <laughs> just hundred and one Dalmatians. Like that. 